Grand Moth Tarkin. I am honored by your visit. Welcome to Grand Moth Talking. Thanks. <laughs> Great to be here. Welcome to Grand Moth Talking, delicately curated long-form discussion of the internationally beloved Star Wars saga, brought to you lovingly in weekly increments by the loquacious yet soothing voices of your host, Riley. Uh, good evening. Isaac. You forgot the Taylor part. <sighs> Jake, maybe is here? CVS. Cool. And me, Jasmine. Hi, I'm hosting. I don't like it. <laughs> Does anybody else want to say anything? Not the when the host oh is my speaking. Gosh, okay. I'm secretly I'm secretly at a CVS. No, we can definitely tell that you're <laughs> in tell. line at a store. It's really no covert. Nobody knows what's happening. <laughs> so, uh, guys, what's uh what's going on since five minutes ago when we stopped recording in the last episode? I've gone through so much. Tell me about it. So much has gone on in my life, and so many experiences have been experienced by people such as me. That to describe it in so many words would be something that I know, me personally, would just, it would... I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting until you talk, buddy. That's all I'm waiting for. Uh, I'm doing okay. I probably should have peed before we started this episode, but I think Ooh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tough it out. I'm going to see if I can make You're it. You're a trooper. We have added the suspense to the episode. That's, that's <laughs> when the, will Riley pee? That's the suspense. If you hear a peeing noise, you'll know I didn't make it. More like the suspense. Cut out that all right. whole bit. <laughs> I don't even know where you're going to stop that. So. I, I don't either. <laughs> we're back. So we're back. And... We don't have any pod grooming. We don't have any news. We've done Gun it all. Ray. Man, oh. we are a... You said it, though. <laughs> yeah, I did. We're truly a clean slate. We're we're kind of like the... Uh, Starting fresh. The thing that Anne, Anne Hathaway's character Catwoman wanted in the film Dark Knight Rises. She wanted a clean slate. And We've got that. Catwoman, if you're listening right now, we've got it for you right here on Grandma Off Talking. We invite you to listen to our podcast. And Catwoman, <laughs> listen. Catwoman, yes. hey... Come on, the show. on your big old motorcycle, <laughs> blow up some shrapnel covering up a bridge, and mosey on down in your skin-tight leather suit down to Grand Moff Tog. <laughs> <laughs> mosey on down for a good time with your bar hoes who just want to have a ball and talk the wars. What are we talking about this week, Jasmine? You know, I was going to get right into it because... I'm the host this week. It always so, seems so easy. But it's not possible. So this week, we're going to talk about the expanded universe that doesn't exist anymore. Oh. And we're going to give you guys some spicy recommendations. Oh. <laughs> if only you could taste those spicy recommendations. I know. Unfortunately, it's too spicy to handle, much like the sauce of one... What's his name, Dodo? I read the book. Astrid Dodo was a daughter. Didi Dodo. Didi Dodo. We'll go with Didi Dodo for the moment. <laughs> or the Wody Dodi Toady. Wody Dodi Toady. Astrid Dodo. Oh gosh, I forgot about that book entirely. Jake, right. where are you? I can't hear you. He's been muted because he's in line and it's yeah. crazy. Oh, He'll brother. He'll pop in eventually. In. Jake's here, kind of. Like he's a, pop in and pop out. <laughs> like a. He's just prairie dogging back there, just waiting to finally right. get alive. a chance to sit down. Oh, he's there. Hi. Hey, prairie dog. So we're talking hey, about hey, prairie dog. <laughs> <laughs> we're 
We're talking about EU books that maybe you should read if you've got some time. Just, there's some is pretty good books called, out there is still. Is it still called EU Expanded Universe? Can we clarify for new listeners, new the to Star Wars Okay, universe? it's Legends. It's there's called still Legends the now. Extended Universe. No, extended. it's never been called that. <laughs> it absolutely extends the universe. So, okay. <laughs> Whatever. We're talking about Star Wars Legends mm -hmm. and the good ones that are still around and you should probably read. Yeah, so. because it gets a bad rap by mm -hmm. us on this show, too. <laughs> like, we talk about how bad the EU is. And overall, I'd say, yeah, there's probably more a lot of bad middling stuff. to bad books than there are good books. But the good books are out there. They're real good. And just because they're not canon anymore doesn't mean they they don't exist. So if you want to read a good Star Wars book that is disconnected from everything coming out, read one of these that some we are talking books, about. Some good books, some good moments. We're going to talk about them all. Isaac, what is your history with Legends, the old EU? I know you've been a Star Wars fan since you were little, but mm -hmm. did you read a bunch of books? What's Just give us your, give us your brief history in about 5,000 words or less. Okay, my brief history in 5,000 words or less is that... I didn't read a bunch of books, but I read books. I'll I'll put it that way. Like when I was a, a little kid, like I read like one or two Jedi Apprentice books. I was really spotty. It's it's funny. Like I I feel like I kind of have like a completionist sort of personality, or I have like a proclivity toward that. Like I I like to have like all of something, or to experience all of something, or to consume all of something. But that never really happened with the Star Wars expanding universe. I was like really really like picky and choosy. Because, I don't know, I would just see that length of a book and I'd be like, I want this to be, like, something that really interests me before I dive into it. And it got to the point where, like, I even, like, dove into, like, the middle of the New Jedi Order series and, like, I I did that too. Yeah. I read, like, maybe two or three and that was it. But I, and they were, like, not sequential. Like, I, <laughs> I just went for it. And so, and I, I read, like, a lot of stuff that took place during the prequel trilogy. I read, like, Approaching Storm, Shatterpoint. Uh, those were two I read. I think I read Labyrinth of Evil, and we, we've talked ad nauseum about the Revenge of the Sith novelization. So, yeah, it's really spotty. Like, I feel like my Wikipedia consumption combined with, like, I would get one of those books, and I'd read, like, the synopsis. Like, in the very back, they'd have, like, all the EU books listed, like, and it'd be, like, years after Return of the Jedi, and it'd give you, like, a one little paragraph uh, summary of what happened in the book. So I was always very aware of the Star Wars Expanded Universe, but I was never knee-deep in it, so... I think I said on our first episode, I or first EU, I gave myself like a C minus on my EU knowledge. Like I, I know all the players, but I couldn't tell you much about them. I know Mara Jade has red hair. People <laughs> liked her. There you go. See, I think me and Riley are gonna do good because I think you've read a lot of the books I skipped over, and then I started where you stopped. So pretty much, yeah. yeah. What, what's your history? Give me your history while I chew on this candy. Um. Well, I would basically look on Wikipedia. And all my favorite characters, and I would read a cool thing about them, and then I would find the book that that happened in, and then I would read the book. Bold strategy. I like that. That's yeah. an interesting strategy. I never thought it, Bold yeah. strategy, those. Yep. There you go. <laughs> I'm going to suck on this peppermint light okay. on air. That's please, what I'm gonna do. please do. <laughs> I'm going to chew some gum. Oh, good. Jasmine, what yeah. are you going to do to support the show? I'm going to yeah, be gonna in do? the podcast. <laughs> well, I'm going to talk a little okay. bit. <laughs> yeah, so my history is. Um, I really got into reading all Star Wars books that I could in when Phantom Menace come out. That was that's what <laughs> rekindled my love for Star Wars and from then 
to about 2006 or so. Maybe even before that, I read some Star Wars books. But I just pretty much the only... If I was reading a book, it was a Star Wars book, which I'm sure was really great for my uh, development as a human being. Um, now here we same. are. Now here we are doing a Star Wars podcast. <laughs> but... Yeah, and then and then it after maps. 2006, I I kind of I read some of the New Jedi Order. My favorite book, we'll get to it, is set during the New Jedi Order stuff. Um, but most of my knowledge of expanded universe things are from before 2006 or seven or so. That's my history. Jake, are you in a better position to give your history with the EU as I host for Jasmine? I'm sorry. I was- okay. Well, in 1977, a movie came (laughs) out that changed the world, and it was called Star Wars. And then later in life, I never read any of the books um, until we started this show, basically. Um, So the only—I'm actually very similar to Isaac in that I know some of the main players. I also know that Mara Jade has red hair, (laughs) Um, and I I knew who Thrawn was. You know, she is a very strong character. She has red hair, presumably other things. Um, I have basically no other knowledge. But now that we've been doing our series on EU books, I know uh, a great deal more. (laughs) And uh, I'm actually really into the old canon because it's just so crazy. And... I kind of miss the anarchy of it. Like everything now has to be so calculated. Everything has to be so specifically can't move the story too far forward has to hint at this specific thing, but can't do anything too definitive in case a filmmaker wants to do anything. I'm really excited to see what happens after episode nine comes out because I kind of like just the free will and insanity of the of the old canon, even if it's not as well written consistently. Like a wild, yeah. wild west. So I don't know this. Did Jake and Isaac? Did you read the Thrawn trilogy? I read. I st- oh, buddy, you go right ahead. <laughs> I see my speaking duties to you. <laughs> I'll get to it right now. I read. Air- I'm going to probably warn you. I'm going to be walking through the grocery store, and I'll bet you anything that the reception's not very good in there. Which grocery store? Try an eagle, my friend. Oh. Books. <laughs> yeah, friend I'm going to half price book. Half price eagles. Um, half price bananas. <laughs> so I read Heir to the Empire, I think, in middle school, and I literally remember nothing about it. So there's my experience with the <laughs> okay. trilogy. What about uh, Jake? I'll tell you what. I um, I started to read the first Heir to the Empire uh, book one time. And I didn't really like it, so I stopped. Oh, okay. How old were you? How? Oh, it was actually very recently. It was like probably a year before we started the podcast. Oh, really? Hmm. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just curious because some, like... some, I think some big Star Wars moments happened in those books, and I think you should at least read them. Yeah, I, know I agree. That's one of those. I agree. I really want to actually dive in and, and give them a shot because like they, they, they feel well very written. significant. Um, I, I, I am with you on that you should, one. Like, you should, uh, I, is there a graphic novel? 
or yeah. something. Oh, oh yeah, oh, I always yeah. meant to get into that because um, I was like, I just I've, want to be able to read that. I've heard people say that it's it's definitely something you need to experience, whether you read it or you like read a comic version of it. It's something you need to Ooh. see. That I'm very into the idea of a comic version of it. That's I don't. Yeah, I, I've so, never seen a comic version, but I heard someone say it. So. Well, I actually, it's. Somebody said it. It must be true. Yeah, Marvel, exactly. I had Marvel Unlimited for a while. It's on there. Like you can read, like the I don't know, like six issue. I think it's like six issue series. So it's on there if you have Marvel Unlimited. So it exists. Or in a friend some of the form. show Half Price Books. You can go there oh. and get a copy. Half Price Unlimited. Guys, just head over to friends of the show Half Price Books house, and um, <laughs> he's got them all. I think I think I said this on our Thrawn episode, reading the new Thrawn book. But I am not a huge fan. I, I agree, you sh- they should probably be read. Um, but I'm just not a huge fan of those books, and I don't see myself ever reading the old Thrawn trilogy again. I mean, I, would, I read them when I was like 12, so yeah. some of the like big things that happened in those books were huge to me. Like, oh my gosh, what are they doing to Star Wars? This is great. <laughs> but <laughs> I know for not you, anymore. Jake, you weren't really into Timothy Zahn's writing style, so I don't know if you got to read three books from the 90s. Bye, Timothy. Yeah, track for you. Yeah, it's it. It's pretty rough. I mean, I, I just, I mean, it's not like Chuck Wendig where it, he has a very specific style, but it just took me some time to get used to it, and now I love it. Um, I read an entire book written by Timothy Zahn, and about you know in Thrawn. Congratulations. And then I read job. half, of, and I I really appreciate your respect for that. Um, <laughs> no, you know we read that on the show, and I didn't like it. Come on the show. And then we also. Yeah, friend of the show, Timothy Zahn, who I trashed <laughs> throughout the episode. <laughs> and then I, you know, started to read his other book and didn't like it. I just don't think he's good at dialogue at all. I don't think he understands how human beings talk to each other, even Star Wars human beings. It's interesting that, so that would be Lucas tough. picked him to write those very three important books, huh? Did he pick him? Did he, like, go to his house and take him? <laughs> I don't know. I like to believe that he did. Yeah, I'm how do you sure know Lucas that? Had, had a lot of control of who wrote what back in the day but i don't know I'm you just... think he like went through the like rolodex of every author in the entire world and he picked him with his own yes kind of along those lines what i will say i think if i was a kid today if i was 12 years old right now i'd be much more apt to get into the star wars novels because when i was a kid i remember just based on like what i had heard like that these novels quote unquote didn't count as much as the movies because you had like back in the day remember like you had like the five levels of canon you had like the g level canon which was george <laughs> yeah. lucas movies and then the novels were always like a step lower and that was always for me because especially i remember hearing about vector prime and how chewbacca died and i'm like well that's dumb good thing that doesn't count i know that's exactly how i about it. Yeah, it's always the stance that I took. So I, I never really took the novels too seriously. I think that's what I kind of never, made me not get into the never novels. Took that. I was like, oh, it's a book. It's got Star Wars on it. It must be true. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just I'm with Jasmine. Even as, I, as a little candy. kid, I was yeah. a, I was a literary snob and didn't like them. Now, see, I don't know. I really Did you read the picture I, of Dorian Gray as a little kid. <laughs> yeah, my first book. Before you could read, did you just look at a picture? I wrote of Dorian picture Gray. book of Dorian Gray. <laughs> I really do think. Same joke, different. You guys should. <laughs> experienced the Thrawn trilogy one way or another but they did actually do a hand of Thrawn duology is what it's called in this that little um, not timeline I, thing in my book it's, yeah. it's after um, the original one right yeah, yeah. A specter of the past and vision of the future specter it's the ones the where like eye. i think luke and mara get married in those or yeah. something like that i could never get through them no, like that's those are the books i tried to read because they're written by zon too i tried to read them and i got halfway through them and 
Like, if you think, if you think the Tron, Thrawn, Tron, Tron if you think the Tron trilogy, Tron trilogy is bad. Uh, Remember are, when they more. tried to make a new Tron trilogy, and it was <laughs> one of the worst movies ever made, so they didn't continue. I never saw it. I, it's probably not one of the worst movies ever made, but it's just a solely terrible movie that happens to have a very good soundtrack. Hey, like Star Wars. By the way, the way you're speaking <laughs> sounds like a Daft Punk soundtrack. Because <laughs> you're breaking up a lot. You sound like Taylor Swift because you're breaking up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Spitter. All right, well, uh, I've kicked it off. Let's let's do another thing. Kick what have I not read? Kick it over to you. Okay, here's something you should read because it's really good and it's a huge time investment. Are we about to have Ooh. our first uh, official recommendation from Riley Pasta? So yep. are we going to... In the that, show by notes. the way, the Thrawn trilogy was not my official recommendation. I feel like oh. I need to specify that. You just wanted to. You just. You think I just feel like maybe it. you should experience it. It's like when you're sometime. recommending Marvel movies, you say you should probably watch the first two Thor before you watch the sec the third Thor. Should we do definitely's <laughs> yeah. and maybes, and then the movie definitely maybe? Yes. I feel like okay. I only have like a handful of books that I would tell you guys to read. Yeah, like I've, soon. I've got like. Four in my mind that are really worth reading. We'll yeah. make sure to put them in the show notes, guys. We'll put them in the show notes, guys. Yeah. Okay. Wait, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do that. Uh, okay, so my first recommendation is something that will take a while, probably, but is worth it. It's the Rogue Squadron, the X-Wing series of books. And I think there are... 10 books, 10 novel length books in the series. So it's it's quite the time investment and I don't expect everyone to just go out and do this. This is more of a if you're really bored and looking for a, a good Star Wars series to get into, this is not it's not really essential reading, I guess, but it's a lot if of fun. If you fall into an extreme existential depression yeah. you can't move exactly mm-hmm. read these 10 books if you're in an existential state where you're just listening to jake break up <laughs> over discord forever and ever it's not my fault that I... hey that's what lando said i know buddy i don't blame you here's my rebuttal to that i remember like seeing the x-wing books growing up and that was always like a mental block for me because it's, it's been well documented that space battles aren't my favorite thing in Star Wars. Yeah. So I saw the word X-Wing. If I see the word X-Wing, anything squadron, that automatically, like, my I was at the library and my brain would turn to, like, I wonder, yeah. well, that book, I don't know, maybe this book has a lightsaber in it. That yeah. Usually my no, I was says. actually that. I well, was that way, too. Here's my yeah. pitch to you both. Um, oh, I got my catcher's mask on. And <laughs> I have my mitt. Great. We, let's start a game. Um, the first six books in the in the X-Wing series are written by um, Michael Stackpole. Oh. Michael A. Stackpole is the writer of like the first six, five or six books in the series. And they're all about this guy named Corin Horn. Oh, crazy I know that name. name. I always pronounced it Coran Horn, but apparently it's Corin Horn, which is really stupid. Is he related to Corin from Fire Emblem? Probably. He is a a I guess a Gary Stew is what you call the the male version of a Mary Sue character. This Corin Horn is just everyone loves him. He's the he's the best pilot. He's also secretly a Jedi. You find out he can use the Force. Um he's not a great character and the books are centered around him. So it's kind of you kind of have to deal with that while reading the first ones, but the 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 rogue squadron surrounding him is, is full of a lot of fun characters. Wedge is great in all of the books, and then 
after that, a guy named Aaron Alston, I think is his name, took over and oh. wrote the final five books. Rest in uh, Papa yes. Aaron yeah, Alston. He, yeah, he died recently. Which is a shame because he wrote a lot of books I've read. He started Wraith Squadron, which was still in the X Wing series, so you still had people like Wedge. But where Rogue Squadron was formed, like the the pitch for the Rogue Squadron in these books is that they were pilots first and commandos second. And with Wraith Squadron, they went the opposite way. They wanted people who were great mechanics. Ex- uh, explosive experts and things like that really great commandos that could do operations first and then pilots second so the the latter half of the of the series still has dog fighting and ship things like that but it's a lot better characters you pretty much lose the the whole crew from the last one there's a few holdovers but it's a brand new crew and wraith squadron they're all kind of like rejects that they form this group together like wedge gets people who are kicked out of the academy and things like that um and they and they do a lot of ground missions because they're commandos first and pilots second and it's a, a really fun is he series. still talking about the x-wing books yes yes <laughs> and okay, it's, cool it's a really fun thank you <laughs> coming from you how dare you <laughs> it, it's a really fun ser- series the wraith squadron stuff especially filled with lots of great characters that i still really love wedge is great throughout it all and they go on fun adventures. So there's my pitch to you guys. Read the second half of the series because it's <laughs> not as much dog so fighting. Books <laughs> 7 through 10? Yeah, something like that. Okay. You can find it. Whatever. All whatever. the Alston books? Yeah, all the Alston <laughs> books are what you want to look for. But again, that's a huge time sink. That's, that's a book series that I have fond memories of, and I just wanted to recommend it for a minute. So... Do you have any What's Jasmine's official recommendation? Yeah, if we need the yeah, official Thrawn trilogy was just a tepid, you have to do it no matter wreck. what. A fish wreck. Um, a fish named Wreck. I'm gonna... I wreck. Sympathetic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna throw it back a few Ooh, thousand years. Oh, um, oh, buddy. And I'm gonna recommend that you read the uh, Darth Bane books. Because I think those are pretty darn good. At least the first one. I haven't read it in a really long time, but there are some crazy things that happen in that book. Now, let me just say, I think of, I've had my eye on those for a while, and I think it is because that's stuff that's like, if you want to say stuff, quote unquote, matters. I don't think they're going to be touching that no. anytime soon, so that's that's all pretty no. safe. It's also nice seeing things from more of a dark side perspective. You don't really get that a lot in the after Return of the Jedi books at all. If you want dark side perspective, you've got to go back to the Old Republic stuff, mm-hmm. it feels like. Um, either the Darth Bane books or there's a couple um, other Old Republic books, specifically the one, um, I think it's just called Revan, right? Isn't the Revan book? The Revan book is absolutely fantastic. Um, I don't think you really, like if you're never going to play the game and you know you're never going to play the game, you can still read this book and it'll fill you in on little things that happened and you can still enjoy the book and the great story. Um and then the, uh, what's the other one that's based on Malchus? Do you remember? I never read that you one. never read them? It was really good. Um, I read Revan on my honeymoon. Wow. I need to see y'all now. I need to search Gross. the book right now. <laughs> no, well, that's all I can think about now when I'm reading Revan. Oh, uh, the Old Republic. <laughs> By the pool. <laughs> and also, um, the Old Republic Republic. <laughs> Republic. <laughs> the Old Republic book, um, Deceived. It's also a, 
a really good one that's centralized around another um, Sith Lord. And a Sith Lord. A Sith Lord. <laughs> this there it is. <laughs> um, they're just they're really good. They're real easy to read, and it they feel f- fresh because they're just not connected to anything at all. Really, to the touch. Yeah, to oh. the touch. Fresh to the touch, like an avocado. <laughs> so really, I just recommend you guys delve into the old Republic stuff. Even the the comics, the comics are really good. I don't remember a lot of the main characters' names, but I, I think I they're just to, called Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, if I go to five below right now, I think I can get like all of the old Republic comics. So let's do, let's do another one. Back at you. Okay. Um, with Solo coming out, mm-hmm. there oh. are some of the first uh expanded universe books that were written. There was a Solo trilogy and a Lando trilogy. I'm currently uh, working through the Lando trilogy. It's been a while since I skimmed through them the first time. <laughs> I, I don't even remember if I finished them a long time ago in the galaxy far, far away. But they are some of the... It, it was before there was a, a semblance of a direction with the expanded universe, which eventually there was. There was someone... There had to be someone kind of in charge of the expanded universe. Risk it, it all going. with Lando Calrissian. Don't That's what the back of the book it says. It's a thrill a minute trilogy. Oh man! So I have all three books here in in one book. So they're not they're not very long. Um, they're diametrically opposed to my last recommendation. You could probably read all of these in a couple weeks, um, but they are so weird. When I talk about making Star Wars weird again. Um, I'm probably referencing the Han Solo and Lando Calrissian adventures, like, and they're they're so pulpy. Like the three books in this one are Lando Calrissian and the Mind Harp of Sheru. Lando Calrissian and so what now? Lando Calrissian and the Mind Harp of Sheru. What does that mean? And then there's Lando Calrissian and the Flame Wind of Oceon. Oh. And Lando Calrissian in the Star Cave of Thonbaka. Oh man, Thonbaka, Thon, Thonbaka, Thonbaka. Um, so they're just they're super pulpy. They're super weird. Um, Lando has this droid that's shaped kind of like a, a starfish that floats in the air, which I think I'm hoping that droid in Solo is kind of a throwback to this droid in the books and at least kind of acts like the droid, even though he's not shaped like a starfish. Uh, but they're just a, a fun, weird adventure that expanded Star Wars in directions that it had not previously been expanded into. I will say, um, I feel like that's one I've heard a lot of people say that you should dive into just because it's so much fun. I, I thought I heard recently someone say, like, the villain in it is like some like magician that keeps foiling Lando or something. Yeah. Like, it's something what? really it's, wild. It's out there, but huh. it's fun because it's out there. Yeah. See, I'd never even heard of it. And so now I need that to read it's it. now that it's not canon, it's great. Because have you read the Han Solo trilogy? I I have them somewhere, and I think I could never get through them when I was younger. So I'm gonna go for those after I read the Lando yeah, one. I feel like to a man every Star Wars fan i've heard who recommends old books always recommends the solo trilogy and lando trilogy yeah and maybe lando a little bit more because they say it's like probably more fun yeah it is see if it didn't have luke skywalker on the cover i didn't read you weren't it. interested <laughs> mm, same buddy uh jake <laughs> question can i ask a, concerns? a question yeah, yeah please i have a concern <laughs> can you hear my concern yes splinter of the mind's eye have you guys read that 
Boy, if I did, it was so long ago, I remember nothing from it. That's what I was thinking of reading next, because it's it's weirdly a book. Is that the one with the the crazy, like, Luke and Leia cover with Darth Vader and... Yeah. That was the original concept for Star Wars 2. It released, like, alongside the movie. I don't remember hearing great things about it. Well, that's kind of why I want to read it. Yeah, you should. Yeah, I think that they, should be your next CU book. They meant to adapt it into a made-for-TV movie in case Empire didn't really take off. I that's wow, what I that's heard. That's crazy, according to legend. That's amazing. Luckily, the world changed legend. in 1980. In that movie that changed the world. An empire that struck. You should definitely read that and let us know because I, if I've read it, I think I owned it, um, but I, I don't. I doubt I ever got into it. That could be a nice extra special like anniversary EU episode of some sort. Like, well, that's what I was thinking. Well, 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 well. Okay. Did I cut out? No, no. (laughs) we were just making fun of your well. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I'm gonna recommend another thing here, and you don't necessarily have to read this one a bunch because it's a comic. Hey. Yeah. hey, someone's in love with comics over here. You know, I have a just a stack of Star Wars comics. Mm. What? A Michael A. Stack <laughs> <laughs> Michael A. Smith. Stephen A. Tess. So, <laughs> I, don't know what I'm doing. I don't know either. So, the Clone Wars comic series. Um, oh. If you start around volume four, that's specifically like where it gets really good. Uh, they focus around, around when the show gets good. Hey. Um, they focus a lot around Quinlan Voss. Um, he goes basically on this undercover mission for the council to uh, infiltrate Dooku's whole thing. And <laughs> yeah, um, it turns into this like. I know, really. Ho- I wish that that was the actual pitch to right. him. Dooku's whole thing. I need you Dooku's to thing, investigate it. Um, What's his deal? You go. <laughs> <laughs> it turns into this whole like back and forth, you know, if he's still good. Did he turn to the dark side? What's going on? He ends up attacking clones and Jedi. It's attacking just, of clones I... by Quinlan Voss. <laughs> <laughs> it's just this whole crazy journey. and Romance subplot, perhaps? Is there? I think there is a slight romance subplot, but it's not really. Was he two time adventurous? Yeah, I thought him and Ventress that ended was Dark up together. Disciple, is that not? It? Oh, that's not in the comics. That's Dark Disciple, which that's... I also oh, okay. highly recommend. That's that probably my yeah, highest I'm... recommend is Dark Disciple. Wow. I've I... never read that. I will have to read it. I that. know, and it makes me so mad that none of you have read that book. It's like, it's always, it's been the next book I'm going to read for the last five books I've read. I know. Is that new canon too? Yeah, I think, yeah. Oh, really? It's it based, is, yeah. It it's based canon. off unaired Clone Wars episodes. Hmm. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah, I keep saying it, and I want you guys to read it so bad. I'll tell you what, I after I read the Aftermath trilogy, first. I'll read the novelization of The Last Jedi, and after the novelization oh of The Last Jedi, I'll read Thorn Alliances. And after Thrawn Alliances, I will consider Dark Disciple, I promise. <laughs> I I don't know what I'm going to do because I want to keep up with new canon, but I also want to read a whole lot of EU. I'm running into right. I know. Throw I'm with you. your TV right now. <laughs> I'll help you. Just like Jake Cruz. I have a pitch. Okay. What? Pitch. It. We were distracted in 2017. We were. By you new were. books. By new books. You know what? Uh-huh. By my wife. Right. And, uh... Where's this going? My... <laughs> well... <laughs> I'm buying pitches in unmarriage. No, it, uh, <laughs> it is that we treat new canon books 
just like EU episodes. Only one of us has to read it. Hmm, and that tell, sounds like talk a great about idea. It. It's probably better. Unless it's because really good. Then we can just freaking read the books we actually want to read. <laughs> That's probably a good idea. Because I want to read the new Thrawn book because it has a cool cover. You can have it. Thanks. Yeah, that's all you, buddy. Timothy Zahn. Because I certainly know Jake's not interested. Yo. I bought I bought the little hey. book that had Rose and her sister on the cover. I didn't know if it was a young adult book or not, but it looked cool. So uh, I according to fan Shan Mark, it was not well very exciting. I'm gonna read it. I know, I but I'm just saying she. You was down so maybe I'll talk about that one. <laughs> Cobalt Squadron. There, yeah, yeah Cobalt Squadron. I really wanted more tally in it, and she said, "There's no tally." But that doesn't make sense. And you know sense. what? I put a tally Balance mark in the That's how she sounds <laughs> in my head. <laughs> I love tally. Fighters, keep those jets, and jets, keep those giants, and the eagles and the cowboys. Oh, my. My name is Tally. That's what Our show said. is not oh sexist. Gosh. Don't listen to what people say. <laughs> wow. Okay, back to the Clone Wars wow. comic. Back to the Clone Wars. Guys, I'm going to have to dip out here. All right. We're We're doing the real dipper. All right. Hey. I've heard of the Big Dipper, but Jake's also heard a little, of the little dipper, dipper of the podcast. All right, guys. Oh, I the thing that I can't wait to hear when I listen back is what Jasmine will be reading for her EU entry. Oh. We'll make that announcement he on the show, that, I guess. I mean, already knows what I'm Definitely do that. And okay. then, Riley, you have to announce what you're reading. We all have to announce what we're reading next. Uh, my announcement is Shadow of the Mind's Splinter of the Mind's Eye. Shadow of the Mind's Empire. Shadow of the Splinter of the Dash Rendar's Eye. All right. That's what I'll be reading next after I finish Young Jedi Knights. Or actually, I will have finished it by the time this episode comes out. Yepers. Okay. 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 Bye, Jay. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. That was really good. All right. Back to the Clone Wars comic. Back to the Clone Wars comic. Um, the other reason I really like it, if you're... I'm weird and I can't watch I can't I can't watch comics. I can't look at comics um unless I like the art style. Um and most of these volumes are especially well the Quinlan Voss arc is drawn entirely by the same artist. Mm. So it's really it's just easy to like follow along and keep track of and the art style's great and the story itself is great and it's got a lot of Ala Sakura, which I love and Quinlan is great. Like, and there's a whole subplot with Obi-Wan and seeing Obi-Wan with Quinlan and their little friendship and then butt heads is just like butt heads. Butt heads. <laughs> they do be butt heads, but um <laughs> It's it's a fun read. I would definitely say give those a give those a chance. So is there an official name for those comics? Um, I think they're just the Star Wars, Clone Wars. Okay. And then they've got different volumes. Gotcha. Uh start at volume four. There you go. Okay, volume four. I have no choice. You have I to. have no questions. Actually, like I, that's I always like that stuff. So yeah, there you, you, go. you seem to be the comic guy. Yeah, I of actually our group to be Jasmine. Yeah. To be a man named Frank. I've kind of gotten out of the comics lately. But I'm I'm willing to get back in if it's good. But a lot of the new canon comics just really aren't doing it for me. A lot of the reviews I've heard too. Yeah, I haven't read don't it really much. Provide of those. the highest recommendations. Mm-hmm. Like the Darth, the first Darth Vader series. Is really good, and you should definitely read it, especially like the last arc. Is that where You're... he like gets trapped on a planet or something? I know, maybe I don't not. No, the he last doesn't spend the whole time trapped on a planet. I don't know. I don't know. Is the last arc is where like he officially like kills Anakin, Anakin. Skywalker, okay. which is a, a neat thing to see because it's there's not much like dialogue. It's mostly just art. And That's you get cool. To see him, yeah. That's cool. 
So, so you have, here I am recommending stuff. I was going to say, do you have yeah. any recommendations? Do you remember liking any old expanded universe things from back I, in the day? Really just what we've talked about. Because to be, once again, that man named Frank, a lot of the novels I read really didn't click with me. Like, they didn't really stick with me. Like, because they're... That's why I love so much about the Revenge of the Sith, not Revenge of the Sith novelization, was that it was so good and it like it was a such a good companion to the movie. Because beyond that, I think it is. Well, I think I like Matthew Stover so much because honestly, Shatterpoint it feels like the only novel other than Revenge of the Sith where I feel like I remember elements of it even to this yeah. day. A lot of the novels just kind of went right over my head. They didn't really pull me in. I remember reading Labyrinth of Evil, which was that was. Lucino, right? James Lucino? Yeah. Lucino? I don't know how you say his name. But. Yeah, that was the one that led right up to the like events. I think that book ended with Obi-Wan and Anakin like flying over Coruscant. So that's the one that... It was kind of like the Rogue One of Revenge of the Sith was <laughs> Labyrinth of Evil. But once again, James Lucino, he's like... I love his content, but sometimes the way he delivers it is a little much... So yeah, my recommendations are just the ones I've said a million times, so I have really nothing to contribute. That's why we're doing this Stover. episode. Stover is always a, a great recommendation, though. Um, Shatterpoint, very good book. I, yeah. I, I revisited it recently. You know, I don't audio, think I've read it. In audiobook form. I think I have it somewhere if I you want to borrow it. it. Well, but I will borrow that. It's it's all about Mace Windu. Ew. Set during... <laughs> I don't. It's but, is it. Be, it's before Revenge of the Sith, obviously. But is it before Attack of the Clones, even or after I Attack? Of the I think Clones? it's after Attack of the Clones. You're right. Because yeah. the Clone Wars are going on. Yeah, because right. Depa Balaba went missing. Maybe that's was, why I didn't read it because it wasn't about a Skywalker. Yeah, it's worth it though because <laughs> Matthew Stover, no matter what he's writing about, is just excellent. If you <laughs> didn't know about Form Seven lightsaber combat before, <laughs> I did buddy, though. You will now. <laughs> <laughs> it gets into that, but it's it it gets into mace's flirtation with the dark side that they've always talked about how he he's a unique jedi who can flirt with the dark side while he's fighting and not fall to the dark side and this book kind of explores that maybe he's closer to falling than he would like you to believe but ultimately he doesn't you know sometimes they say that new york's the main character in all woody allen movies (laughs) i would venture to say that vapad might be the main character in the shatterpoint movie it really might be (laughs) yeah it's a it's a good book which leads me into my next recommendation Mm -hmm. my favorite star wars book ever ever new and old ever new and old ever this is my favorite Star Wars. as far as books go period rank it oh (laughs) i don't know it's I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about that because I'll sound like an idiot if I put a Star Wars book near the top of my favorite <laughs> books of all time. It's been the great the wrath. <laughs> it's a very, very good book, though. Entertainment value books you've ever read. It's up there. It's up there, pretty mm. high. I put it in my top five favorite books Ooh. I've read. But, but it might. I'm worried to recommend this book because it might. They might. Matthew Stover might have written this book just for me. It's another Stover book, and I'm afraid to recommend it because I don't know if it if it'll. I think this book was well received by everybody, but it was very specifically written for me. I think it is called Traitor. Oh, yes. <laughs> hey, we're back. We're back. It's called Traitor. It's set in the New Jedi Order um, timeline, and it's hard to recommend because it is because it's in the middle of the the Yuzhen Vong conflict which overall is not well received and is not very good because it's these these aliens from um, a different galaxy show up 
and they can't feel the force and they can't be felt by the force and the force doesn't even affect him like you can't even force push a, a yuzhen vong right am i remembering that correctly jasmine like yeah. you can't lift as usual. They are immune to They're the force. They're immune to the force, which is a crazy idea in the first place. So the first New Jedi Order novel I read, and they were like, Luke couldn't feel them because they're invisible in the force. I'm like, that's dumb. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> overall the Yuzhen Vong arc is very stupid. However, this book barely deals with that at all. Um, it takes place after it's Jason Solo is the is the main character, and it takes place after. Anakin dies, right? Am I remembering that correctly? His brother, Anakin Solo? Yeah, I think dies. it's after that. Wait. Spoilers. He dies in Star by Star. Yeah, Traitor's like okay. three yeah. three books later. Yeah. It, from Jason's point of view, it's like right after that happens because Anakin dies, Jason gets captured at the same time by the Yuzhen Vong. And he's on this world that's already been conquered there's no one around him except other Yuzhen Vong and this this alien named Vergier. And she is a Force user, and she's kind of a Sith, but kind of not really a Sith. And this is just so on brand for me, but the closest <laughs> comparison I can make is she's a lot like Kreia from KOTOR 2, which is why I think I love this book so much, because it gets... I think we need a Riley KOTOR theme song at this point. I am Kreia, and I am your rescuer. I'm wounded because I hate the Force, but that is a lesson for another time. Probably do. Probably. Kotor, Riley loves Kotor. <laughs> it's beautiful. Okay. I really love Kotor, by the way. <laughs> but it, it, the whole story is just following Jason around and, and the, the torture in things that he goes through, which sounds like a terrible premise for a book, because nothing really happens. There's no, there's like one maybe action scene in the book. So th the whole story is um, just what Jason's going through in captivity. And the whole time, this, this Vergier, I guess is how you say her name. I've never said it out loud. But she is trying to teach him a lesson. Um, and he can't figure it out he can't understand what she's trying to teach him but she's exactly what i love kind of trying to teach him that there that it doesn't have to be black and white when it comes to the force you don't have to be a jedi you don't have to be a sith you can which sort is of... ironic because he eventually turns into a sith <laughs> yes and i think this this book is the beginning mm -hmm. of jason's turn to the dark side even though it doesn't happen until way later um the the lessons that he gets from vergier are kind of the, the beginning of his of his fall um it's it's i don't want to get into too much detail it's it's kind of hard to get into because you're plopped right in the middle of this thing where his brother if you don't know anything about anakin solo it's going to be weird that his brother's got to have died. some knowledge of something that has happened i would at least go like read frame. a couple wikipedia pages before yeah. you read this book just so you can get some backstory on who like namanor is one of the yuzhen vong leaders and action figure. I kind of regret yeah. tuning into this, by the way, because now I know that Anakin dies and Jason turns to the dark side. I didn't know that stuff. Well, this was like it's it is all done like fifteen years. Yeah, ago. fifteen years ago. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I mean, it's it, it's fine. It's fine. You're not gonna read all. These. You're not gonna read all those books. <laughs> also, I was gonna read literally one hundred percent of the old canon. <laughs> <laughs> now. What's interesting about this book, I think I remember... It's more interesting about... when you talk into the microphone. 
Hello. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so. Oh, hey, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait. interrupt you for once. Um, I'm it gonna... doesn't feel good. I love this. Hey, I'm going to uh, turn my hosting duties actually over to Riley right now. Oh, that's right. You have to see the hosting yeah, duties. Yeah, so I uh, see the hosting duties over to Riley. I accept them. I lit the ceremonial flame. Oh. <laughs> there you go. I'm, and now I'm the host. Isaac, please continue with your thought. <laughs> Thank Speak you. Speak it into host. the microphone. What I remember about this book, I think we may have discussed this before, and I've heard other places too. I think kind of the uh, the metatextual elements surrounding this book is what makes this book really interesting because I feel like this is a book that not just because of what was in it, it couldn't exist right now, but a book like this never would have gotten this far in this day and age of like Lucasfilm canon and making sure like a story group like has to check everything. Because wasn't it after the release of this book that like specifically George himself and like other Lucasfilm people weren't so hot yeah. on a lot of the choices Matthew Stover because made? Because it's great. It's focusing on gray areas of the Force. And, and George did not like no, gray no. areas of the Force. But yeah, it which was... book is it that like that George Lucas came down on? The uh, one that Traitor. Right, talking about? Yeah, yeah, Traitor. Traitor. It um it, it wow, gets that specifically much, brought that on, huh? Yeah, it, it gets very much into what is the force, why do we do what it says, why are the Jedi the way they are, and why are the Sith the way they are, and why do we have to be either one of those? And didn't you say they kind of like they got away from this interpretation of the force after this book? After the fact, Lucas it, it they uh, a book that came maybe four, five, six books down the line, Vergier came back, and this time she wasn't <laughs> In the middle, she was very much a Sith who was trying to manipulate people, and and it was it was kind of a bummer because in this book, you know, um, Jason's like, "What are you? Are you a Sith? You know, I don't I don't want to believe it." And she's like, "I'm not a Sith. I'm just teaching you what I've learned about the Force." Did it feel like a new character when she was a Sith? Or yeah, it she she was very different. Now she was like a, a bad guy. She was like Palpatine. Once she became a Sith, she was evil for the sake of being evil. And she was like, aha, I was a Sith all along, and those lessons I taught you were bad. Um, and it, it, it was just kind of a bummer. However, if I, I just like to focus on this one book and the things that this one book is talking about when it comes to the Force and the Jedi and the Sith, I really enjoy reading over and over again. It really, it really is a great book. And it's, it's, it's up there for me, too. I mean... It's Matthew Stover. Yeah, you know it's, it's going to be written well. I tell you what, like... What interests me about this is like all those other details be darned. Like I think I could get through not knowing some background. It's just kind of neat that there's like a book out there that exists. That's basically like one author's interpretation of the force. Mm -hmm. That seems kind of neat. It feels like it feels very much like it, it's crazy to me. Cause it's kind of what Ryan Johnson, I feel did with the last Jedi mm -hmm. where it's like, they just, he had an interpretation and they let him make it into a movie, which I love about mm -hmm. that. And that's what this book very much felt like. He just had, it, it felt like he'd been writing novels for a long time and he'd had some of these ideas, but finally he was just like, here's what I think about the force. I'm going to make it, I'm going to tell it from this one character's perspective I don't even know if it cuts to anyone else in the whole book. I don't I think, think it, it does. I think it cuts to like some of the Yuzhen Vong. Maybe. But it doesn't cut to any other heroes. You never get any Han. You never get any Luke. You don't even get like his sister, Jaina Solo or anything. So it it's all from Jason's point of view kind of. And it's it's really neat. Yeah, it's wild because um, how I said before how something like this couldn't exist now. But it's almost like 
it couldn't exist now because of the the higher ups not liking what was in it. But in this day and age, if just the content itself of the book, if something like this were to exist with new canon characters in a new canon environment, then I think this book could exist because it does seem like, especially with what Filoni has done with the Force, like in Clone Wars and Rebels, it is becoming a much more like interpretive thing. It's becoming a v- much more abstract concept, which is ironic because I mean, like George was still at the helm when Mortis came out, yeah. so like I-, I think Lucas just wanted maybe it was like one of those things, like you know how the like cantankerous old dad wants it to be his idea like yeah. if his wife says like to do something he won't do it but if it's his idea he'll do the same thing yeah i think he was totally i on think board uh, i think lucas just needed to he needed to chill out a little bit <laughs> he needed, he needed he to take to a chill, chill pill. a little bit you need to take a really hidal pill <laughs> he was not he was not being a pal he was not being a chill pal chill a pal bow doggo he's totally fine with the force getting weird it just had to be his interpretation of on weird. his terms on yeah. his weird on his weird term he's back on his hey weird. get on my weird <laughs> nope <laughs> but but also do that weird like nope but also yes <laughs> so i i do i i think i definitely want to I, I would check trigger. that one out uh, just do fun. you have to do maybe five minutes of research on wikipedia figuring out some of these characters' basic stories, and then you're good to go because it's very self-contained. Mm-hmm. Any questions, comments, concerns from Jake, who now exists again? I um, My only concern is that I'm probably going to drop out again, but it's been fun to, you know, prairie dog it today. It's been fun to, <laughs> as the, the, the phrase popularized by the terrible 2001 movie Rat Race, uh, which means that the poop is coming in and out of a person's butt. <laughs> Thank you for explaining the bit. I'm about to say, the <laughs> history lesson behind prairie dogging was something I didn't yeah, think this is, on to today's podcast. I, here's what I'm going to say. Um, my comment, question, and concern is that I do understand, because like hearing your guys' uh, little chit-chats here about the right, old right. canon, give the dog a bone. <laughs> it makes... It makes me understand why some people really were not cool with the old canon going away because it sounds like the stories really meant a lot to people and it was Star Wars for a while. Mm-hmm. It was the only Star Wars that was happening. And I I get it. I totally understand why that would not be cool uh, for somebody to come out and say, that stuff isn't really true anymore. But I also think that there's almost more fun to be had now with those stories now that they're not canon because you can just appreciate them for fun stories and if you consider them to be legends and you consider all of star wars to be a legend then anything that you want to be true can be true yeah i don't i don't need kreia to show up in a future movie to validate to validate the the feelings i have towards playing through kotor 2 you know and and i like that i it a part of me is sad that I've probably gotten the last of Kreia because she's my favorite character in Star Wars. So I would always, I would of course just love more. But she's probably about her. the character George Lucas hurt hates <laughs> the most. He also hurt her. Yeah, I know. In this Can I make a sports analogy? Oh, I would love it. Okay, please. So, cue in- the music. <laughs> So, in they truly are. They're all just butt rock of me saying the name of the segment. Um, in college athletics, 
I'll say I'll, I'll spare you the jargon, but at more or less, the NCAA has really weird rules, and if you break them, they'll come down on your university, and specifically the team that violated those rules, and they'll usually like vacate victories, which means that like your championship <laughs> banner has to come down, and the the wins in those record books technically don't exist anymore, and so in two specific instances. Ohio State basketball and Ohio State football twice. To the basketball team, the 1999 team, they went to the Final Four. Through circumstances, that Final Four was vacated. That banner is no longer up at the uh, the arena where the Buckeyes play. And the Ohio State football team, the 2010 season, technically does not exist anymore. But the thing is, especially the 2010 Buckeyes... I specifically went to, I think, two football games that year at Ohio Stadium. I saw the Ohio State football team in 2010 with my own eyes. And the 1999 Final Four team, I remember being a little kid, being so excited when they went to the Final Four, when they won that Elite Eight game. And it was a, a memory I'll never forget. And that whole, the, both those seasons had memories I'll never forget as a fan of the Buckeyes. And the fact that they don't technically exist anymore in the record books doesn't take anything away from the memories that I have of being excited in the moment. And so that's, I think, if uh, Star Wars fans can maybe take that philosophy if they were really into Legends, just remembering that the suspense, the joy, the the heartache, the love you had for these stories, that is never going to be erased from the initial moment, hap- moment it happened. And when you go back and read it and you have nostalgia for those moments, that can never be, like, no one's going to take an emotional vacuum and suck those out of your brain. Like these stories will always exist in that way. There, no one's can ever take that away from you. So, yeah, take and a I lesson mean, from sports. Totally honest here. I zoned out until you said Star Wars. <laughs> I think I the last sports analogy I made. I think you said the exact same. Probably zone out sort of thing. I listened to the whole the whole thing. The only the only thing is that say four years got vacated, and your favorite player technically never had a win. On the Buckeyes, you might have seen him, but there's never a chance in the future for your favorite player to win a championship. And that's kind of how I feel about some of the EU, because I will always have Kreia in that game in the way that I felt about it. And that's not, not going to go away, but I also never have a chance for Kreia to win a championship again. So oh, Star yeah. Wars. Star win Wars. a Star Wars championship. I'm going to, I'm melding the Star Wars and sports analogy I like into it. one. The but last I, overall, I agree with you. Yes, it's, thank you. Yes, okay. I'll I'll just say it's I agree with you. Just to listen back to it. Make in post. peace. <laughs> the last series, I'm not I'm not gonna recommend them because I've Uh-oh. only read them once, and I would like to reread them again. In your game of definitely maybe, this is a maybe. This is definitely. a maybe, and maybe you all should read them too, and then fight me about them because okay. I I remember <sighs> them being pretty good, <laughs> but. It was the the Fate of the Jedi series. It was the last series they made before they cut the EU out of existence, essentially. Did it finish? It finished. It was a nine-book series. It was... They had three authors that did the full series. It was Aaron Alston, um, mm-hmm. Troy Denning, which was someone I've mentioned as being my favorite Star Wars author, and then uh, Christy Golden, who's still writing. I'm oh. pretty sure, yeah, right? She still is. Um, she did she wrote Infernity Squad. Um, and so Luke is like 80 or 90 at this point, but that doesn't matter because he's still a superhero. Um, and Inferno squat. <laughs> it sounds like a, like a CrossFit sort of thing. Like, and it was, 
it was fun reading them as they came out because it was was when the was when the Clone Wars was coming out too, and they came out right around the same time the uh, Mortis arc came mm. out. So these books um, focus around a like dark side entity that's basically about to destroy everything, and it's not a Sith. It's not anything anyone's ever seen before. People uh, speculated that it was the... Well, her name is Abeloth, but they speculated she was the mother of the three Mortis people. Mm. The, the mother that you never saw. Mm. Um, and they refer to the Mortis people, I'm pretty sure, a couple times, too. It was a really interesting story arc. They've got, like, um, the... A lost tribe of the Sith. I know they had like a little like ebook series that came out on the Star Wars website to tie into it. It seemed like a really big project, and I remember reading them book for book as they came out and enjoying them. And I think maybe other, I think people just like glanced over them because people were getting tired of yeah Star Wars at that point and getting ready for Disney. Yeah, and I think they deserve another look over. So, Who are the players in this, and when does it take everyone. place? Everyone. Um, so, I, like, Luke is 70 or 80, so it's mm. 40, 50 years after the movies. Um, well, Mara's dead. Uh, Jason is dead. Uh, so we've got Luke and his son, Ben, who are big, big characters in it. Um, Leia and Han are still around. Uh, they're, they're not huge players. Huge characters in it. And there's a couple new characters that we meet or that are from this lost tribe of the Sith that end up being really important. But it's really just more focused around like Luke and Ben and Ben becoming a powerful Jedi and stuff. Hmm. It's I think it's interesting. And no one no one ever reads these books that I read, so I can never talk to them. Can about I be honest? People. What? Never even yeah. heard of them. I know. See? No one ever heard of them. I think he made it up. I think it's crazy. Okay. Google it. I refuse. You can't trust the internet. I have one final. John Jackson Miller wrote the ebooks, by the way. Oh, JJ himself. Yeah. JJM. JJ Embrams. JJ Abrams. <laughs> one final minor recommendation for me is the um the tales from series there was a tales from Mos Eisley cantina tales from java's palace tales tales from moss's castle tales from moss's castle <laughs> that's where we get the name for our the RPG episodes. Yes, it is. but um and but my favorite was tales of the bounty hunters um and what it does it, it was from a certain point of view before from a certain point of view where it takes usually five or six um characters from a scene like the the bounty hunters one is the the five five bounty hunters that are on the the bridge of the star destroyer that are going after han so then it follows boba fett and what he does after that follows bosk what he does dengar and the forlom and, and zuckus so it it's it's just they're short stories they're not very long they're each probably 50 pages long maybe a little bit more but um, they're just they're fun books. If you liked from a certain point of view and you're wanting more of that kind of style of story where you have five or six different stories that kind of weave together, uh, they're they're worth a look. The Bounty Hunter one, Jabba and Cantina, they all do the same kind of thing. Yeah, my final little minor those two because those 
I would think also wouldn't have many contradictions. So if you want to put those in your head, can yeah. there's not much mental gymnastics going right. on. Right. We don't know much about what Bosk did after in, in like new canon. So it can be canon if you want. There you read those, Jasmine? Huh. Lobster Bosk. I haven't Lobster read any Bosk. of these <laughs> you, three books <laughs> that Riley got out and put on the table. What about I, I Jedi? I why, why is that there? I don't know why it's out there. It's oh, not good. Okay. Is that the first person point of view from Luke? No, it's it's um Corin now, Horn, the guy from the, the X-Wing oh. series, and I don't know so why So that he's it like, out. hey, it's my name. My name's Corin Horn, and here's my story I, about Star Wars. comma, Jedi. <laughs> kind of like I robot. What about that Jedi. Mandalorian armor book you had on the floor earlier? Um, I Mandalorian I'm, armor. <laughs> that is a recommendation. Uh, it was a trilogy of books about Boba Fett, told from the perspective uh, perspective of Dengar, <laughs> and oh, they're yeah. probably the main reason I love Dengar so much because they're they're very they're very good. They're very weird. It's that I talked about them before. The with like we know. giant spider web in space, that whole thing. Oh, it's that series of books. I'm reading through them right now, and I actually want to talk about them on the podcast when I finish reading them. So, giant spider web in space. What is this, Mario Galaxy Two? <laughs> yes, that's what they okay. based Mario Galaxy Two <laughs> off of this <laughs> book series of Boba Fett. <laughs> So One of the gonna... better literary adaptations, Mario Galaxy Two. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna declare our EU book reads. Yes, do oh, yeah, it. Let's do that. Do yeah. declare. I do declare. Did I decide on one? I don't know. I, do decide. I guess <laughs> Isaac Zapatico. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they don't have to be bad books. No. So I'm going to say right now, my the the book series I'm reading next is the uh, the Mandalorian trilogy. I guess you'd call them the Boba Fett trilogy. Cool. Can I make a confession? Yeah. I literally didn't know we were declaring today. I mean, Jake <laughs> said we were gonna. <laughs> Wow, it's like you've been in college for a year. Here, and you need I want to you to look. Your major and you I want you to it. look right at this hey, timeline. You should join the show undeclared and pick a random hey. book. Well, and you're going to buy it and you're going to read it. One more Jedi app, Ren Tice. To that's finish. true. Now that I'm the official host, Jasmine, what is yes. your <laughs> book series that you're going to read and review? Old canon, expanded universe, legend book. I am reading read the Dark Nest trilogy. Oh, that's right. And then you know what? I think I'm I'm actually just going to read the entire Fate of the Jedi series again so that I can actually tell you guys nine what books. happened. That's nine books. books. Are I'm going to read them all. Length? Are they novels? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. I'm going to read them all. It's a commitment. So this podcast better go on for at least another five years. <laughs> <laughs> I see no reason why I wouldn't. <laughs> Jake, I, I will say now, <laughs> yes. officially, your turn. What do you want to read, Legend? What Legend book do you want to read and review for the podcast, Grand Moff? Um, I want to read uh, Splinter of the Mind's Eye. I think I'm going to officially do that. And, uh, and But after that, though, because that's only one book, you guys are reading, like, series. Yeah. So that's my only hesitation is, like, I'm only getting one, so... I. What is. Uh, you know what I should read? What? The Heir to the Empire trilogy. Well, I don't know if you want to do that to yourself. Ooh. You're right. I don't know if I want to but do that. But you should. Well, it, just start with Splinter of the Mind's Eye. You don't have to announce the next 14. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I'll announce at I'm the end of my Splinter of the Mind's Eye episode. There you go. I'm excited to read that. I'm excited to see where it all began. Yeah, I'm excited too because I, I don't know anything about it. If I ever read it, it is completely gone out of my head, and so I'm excited to see what it was like. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I'm imagining this book is about. Is I'm imagining that Luke 
is doing woodwork and he gets a splinter in his eyeball that's and it goes all the way to his brain wow it sounds like a real owie big time you know what book is catching my eye right now my the, my mind's eye in my eye eye <laughs> Iraq sure. Isaac it's simpatico I <laughs> I the monkey simpatico <laughs> simpatirek simpatizic oh my god <laughs> there's a book a Clone Wars novel called Yoda Dark Rendezvous oh my goodness what? that sounds oh my god is him with Count Dooku it's a it's by a man named Sean Stewart. Which is the name of every high school boy you went to school with ever. Yep, that's a nobody. <laughs> Sorry, Sean. And so I think I'm going to read Yoda Dark Rondes Vals. That sounds incredible. Maybe I'll kind of make my way through like some of the Clone War novels while you guys are reading. Yeah, I'm already sweet. jealous of this book choice. That seems so much cooler than what I chose. <laughs> dark Rendezvous. Dark Rendezvous. So I guess I'm guessing him and Dooku have a little rendezvous that's dark. <laughs> of sorts. I of reserve... Sorts. I reserve the right to change my choice when I go and look at all my uh, books that I got from Half Price Books that I forgot about. Only you. They would always name all the characters. The Dramatis Personae. Yeah. That was my favorite part. I loved it. All the old Legends books do that, where they start off and they're like, here's this person and one line about who they are, which is great. Jaina Solo, Jedi Knight, female, human. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Do they really do that? Yeah, Yeah. I'm looking at it. So many old books do that. That's like the first line of dialogue. R2-D2. No, it's not, it's not dialogue. It's at the very beginning by the table of contents. It just tells you everyone who's in the book. What? And, and I wish what they did that now. There. I know. Alamo Rar, Jedi Knight, I female Twilight. I would have loved that in something like Inferno Squad. Because yeah. I'm like constantly trying to think, okay, I know it's one of the dreamers, which by the way we've mentioned is a weird thing to call those people now. But, yes, it is. <laughs> um, but it's like I know it's one of the dreamers, but I, I can't remember who this person is or what they look like. And it would be great to just be able to flip to the beginning of the book Ooh. and see that. Can I tell you what I was thinking recently is that, you know, because it's been established, I'm a Star Wars canon noob. And I would really love it if in like the back of every book, like a children's book, like a children's chapter book or something, there was like a glossary but yes. with the creatures with the aliens and so it would be like hey this is a, i know what a rodian is because of this stupid show but <laughs> you know this is a rodian this is a twilight this is a who's he what all that, that stuff great. they do that and in the uh jedi print or my my series the jedi prince series it's that's right they had the high school yearbook photos right yeah <laughs> i would love that for every book though like in the back just default mm-hmm. you put them put them in the back of the book Totally into that. That's my pitch to old Hallbro and Hallbro. Let's call him up. Call him up. Let's get get him on the show. show. Simpatico. All show and Hallbro. Are we are we done with this episode? I think we're pretty done. Any final thoughts from anybody? Buy this book on Amazon right now. Oh. If you listen closely, you'll hear the finger tap of Isaac buying this book. What about what about thrift books? Save your money. What thrift store is going to have Yoda? Thriftbooks.com. Is that a real thing? It's a real, it's a real great thing. You can get books like <laughs> Thrift three books. Books. <laughs> Sponsored? Unless Sponsored. You want, if you, unless you want the ebook. Thrift. I know you were talking earlier about Thriftbooks.com. <laughs> but thriftbooks.com is great if you want the actual physical copy of the book. <laughs> Does thriftbook.com have free shipping? No. So you're best to buy books in bulk. Uh, I think that's going to do it for this episode of this podcast that we call Grand Moff Talkin'. Follow us all on Twitter, especially Jasmine. She wants everybody to follow her. She's yeah. crushing it these days. She's she is, has the Twitter. best takes. I haven't oh posted in three months. Crushing it. But that three-month-ago take was so good. Um, so the main one is at Grandma Talkin. 
We've got at Jacob Kreitz. We got at IREC, like your eyeball in like you wreck a car. Book used, so I hope there's not some weird stain on it when it probably is. There's at Jazz Brock underscore underscore, and then at Riles Bowman. My name, except replace the Y with an S. Why? Because Riley Bowman was taken when I signed up for. You see, I said Y, and that was the letter that was missing. I get it. I get it. Anyone can make jokes. Anyone can make a joke. You can also email the show. Talking at gmail.com but what i really want you to do most of all and what i was going to remember to do at the beginning of every episode we recorded this week and totally forgot to do <laughs> is tell you to join our discord because what guard discord Whoa! because that's where we have the most fun we've got some friends and fans in there and all of our fans became our friends because of the discord all of our friends became our family <laughs> It's basically one big episode of Grandma talking constantly all the time. So that may dissuade you from joining. <laughs> it's more tolerable than that. But if it makes you feel better, other people get to talk and not just us. <laughs> yes. So join the Discord. If you don't know what it is, look for it on your app store. It's just a your app store of choice. It's just a, a chatting application that you can use to chat with friends. So Jedi app, Rentice. That's exactly what it is. Uh, so find uh, any of us on I Twitter. Pretend you don't love it. Find any of us on Twitter <laughs> and ask for an invitation to our our uh, server, our Discord server. Server, we, I hardly know her. We'd love to have you there. I got it in there. Spit all over my phone because Jake made or Isaac made a dumb joke. Um, that's it for this episode of delicately curated long-form discussion of the internationally beloved Star Wars saga tailored to the modern fanatic brought to you lovingly in weekly increments by the loquacious yet soothing voices of my cat screaming outside of uh, Jasmine thriftbooks.com <laughs> of Isaac whoa I don't know what, what order is of Jake it's been a pleasure Terry and, uh, and of Riley, your your weekly Terry for half of this episode. Um, we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. We get our silence. We get right? our silence. Okay. Let's get that silence yeah. now. Jake, your CBS is so loud. Can you mute your phone for a second for silence? Is your yeah, CBS also an Arctic Monkeys concert? <laughs> buddy, buddy, CBS not... is not doing you any favors. Oh, he's breaking out like. Like zits. I was about to say, like a like a boy going through puberty. <laughs> or like an Isaac going through life. <laughs> Mr. Prairie Dog himself is... <laughs> <laughs> that sounded really great. Well, obviously... This is not, no, this is not this gonna, gonna work. work. Okay, hang on. Pause for a second. Sorry, Will Smith. <laughs> Ow, no. Nope. nope. <laughs> okay, hang on. Hey, I just got that. Hi, robot. <laughs> Wait, really? Whoa! <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. I just got it. Thanks, buddy! <laughs>
<laughs> I'm not the last one to get something, oh, finally. Oh, boy. Like, for me, I'm... Wait me personally. Oh Jake is gone. Gosh. I'm taking these headphones off. That's true. You hey. don't need the headphones anymore. That's right. I'm going to keep them on, but you guys don't and need now them. Jake's going to try them in and no one's going to hear them. <laughs> <laughs> That would be so funny. Which, if he does, just don't don't tell us. I won't tell you anything. 